Hey, Retention Pros. I'm Noah Rahim today, and I lead partnerships here at Malomo. I'm super pumped to continue to chat with ecosystem experts alongside Mariah, who you all already know and love. Say hi, Mariah. Hey, everyone. As you probably know, Retention Chronicles likes to bring in some of the best retention-focused brands in the Shopify ecosystem. But we don't just feature brands. We also feature some great thought leaders in the Shopify ecosystem that serve those brands. And because we always want these conversations to be fun, you'll hear us talk to our guests about what they're excited about and what's helped them get to where they are today. We hope you'll stick around to learn and laugh with us. Retention Chronicles is sponsored by Malomo, a shipment and order tracking platform improving the post-purchase experience. Be sure to subscribe and check out all of our episodes at gomalomo.com. Okay, so... I know. We're, We're in person. All right. <laughs> this is fun. Okay. Um, it's rare. Okay. Yeah, I know. Even though we're like a mile away from it. I know. I know. It's a shame. Um, but it is more fun to do it in person. We'll have to see how it works out with the audio. Um, but okay. We have from our last chit chat, we have a couple of things that okay. we said we were going to do. And I'm curious if we actually did them. Okay. <laughs> and I don't I think, think we did. I can tell you probably me. <laughs> Um, also no for me. Did you try out Google multi-search? No, neither did I. I did. I think I did spend like 10 minutes right after that, like looking at it a little. Like trying stuff really out. Cool. And I'm like still surprised that we're not hearing more about it. Yeah. I wonder if it's like going to become a new way or if it'll just be like convenient for people who use it, you know, like kind of like, um, Siri, like I forget sometimes that we have Siri yeah. And then it's like, or like, and then you see text. Somebody use it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, I should use that yeah, more. You know? I yeah. I oh. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, no, I do. Um, or like the um, speak to text features, where it's like you can yeah. Um, yeah, just like speak it out loud. Convenient. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes I just forget about it because it's like we're not used to it. So I wonder if Google multi search will be. It just takes some getting used to yeah. this sort of thing. Yes. Um, I think so. Okay. Um, and these are just really quick. So I was going to run through these, but, um, okay. In the mean, like from last episode, we said we were making the TikTok about board cow (laughs) and we haven't released it yet because the board cow episode just came out yesterday. So it's going to come out this week, like the actual TikTok. Um, but thoughts on making it all. I mean, I know you weren't really like on the editing side, but just doing it. I really enjoyed it. Next time brands want to send us <laughs> fantastic tasting milk <laughs> or uh, you know food food and beverages are this is a fun fact for listeners that Ooh, surprised so me uh-huh. food and be- fridge is our number one vertical in terms of number mm. of brands that we serve yeah which surprised me because I thought it would have been like fashion and apparel or cosmetics but oh. Those are actually two and three, and food and beverage is number one. So, um, yeah. Any okay. other F and B brands <laughs> want to send us some samples for TikTok? We'll take them. We yeah, will, we will take them. We will come to the office and record. Yes. Together. Get, um, get episodes. And give, give legit reviews. Yeah. And I think the good news for Ford Cow is it was very highly rated by all three of us. Yeah. Yeah. And Matt tried it too. Um, the next day, I don't know if you were in the office for that. I don't think so either. Um, I think it was just Kurt actually. Um, 
And so he, I made him like guess which each flavor it was like comparing it to almond milk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so that was fun <laughs> for one of them. I think I poured way too much like chocolate syrup. Cause I was just like, Matt, this is what I got <laughs> in my house. <laughs> so it's like almond milk and chocolate syrup. And he was like, I really, he's like, I don't know at first. And he was like, but this one tastes better. And so I was like, well, that is the board cow nice. one. But I was like, I think I overdid it with the chocolate yeah. on the other one that you're just straight up drinking chocolate yeah. syrup. <laughs> it's kind of hard to beat. Yeah, I know. yeah. exactly. Awesome. I was like, I think I, yeah, I didn't get the ratio right. Um, but it was still really fun. Also okay. very nice to have the donuts to go with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well. Yeah, those fries. Which I don't know if we put that on the TikTok. I don't think so. No donuts. No. So I like, donuts. Yeah. We could, that could be an area of improvement for us to put some donuts in the TikTok. Yeah. Those were clutch. They're so good. How was the editing and all of them? Honestly, it was, it took longer than I anticipated. Um, And I also, this is like, duh, on my part, but I realized we filmed it landscape instead of vertically. And I was like, that's so dumb on my part. Oh, because like. Yeah, because it's supposed to be your phone. So it's like, it looks fine. It's just like we're you know it's like you flip something landscape and we're all three of us landscape and that is somewhat to do with our office just the office space like to get us all in where we were sitting we kind of had to do landscape but when I was editing I was like oh yep definitely forgot like I know that but forgot about it um and then yeah piecing them together it's also hard to like line up so it gets to be like a shorter video, but you're still getting like good pieces. So I found I had to like take out um, like a lot of little snippets of like pauses and stuff. So I definitely have a lot to learn on the like editing mm-hmm. side of things of how you make um, like how you make that process more efficient. But it was it was still fun to put them together. And I think it's cute. It's not, you know, not super professional, but I like it. So it was fun. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then other follow-up question before we get more into like topic topics is, and this can be the first topic, but how do you think Black Friday, Cyber Monday went? We've, we've chatted about it with some um, partners on the podcast, but those episodes haven't been released yet. Yeah. So overall. Um, I think like better than I expected mm-hmm. based on like some of the numbers that I've seen from Shopify and Clavio and some of our other partners. Um, I was like, honestly, kind of, this is my first ever Black Friday, Cyber Monday in e-commerce. So I didn't really know what to expect. Right. Plus all of the stuff happening in like the macro economy. Um, I like had no idea what to expect, but I was kind of pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so it was great to see like really strong results. It sounds like across the board. Like, I don't think that there was any, anything I saw that indicated a slowdown or a miss on, um, you know, what we were expecting, even in, you know, good case scenarios, which is great. That being said, I just, I had a call this morning where we were talking about like how we feel going into next year in terms of like the macro economy and how it will, um, trickle down to the the e-commerce industry and Shopify in particular. And I'm kind of pessimistic, to mm-hmm. be honest. Interesting. I think okay. that a lot of the, um, not that I, I think like long-term e-commerce is 
here to stay and going to continue to do very, very well, but I could see a little bit of a, a pull back next year. And the reason for that is um, I don't think that a lot of like the job losses that we've seen across tech have mm-hmm. hit the economy yet in terms of like right. consumer sentiment and spending. Um and I think that, you know, a lot of things that are purchased, uh, at least in our ecosystem, are, um, you know, nice to have and not absolutely crucial in a lot of cases. So mm-hmm. I could see that, the you know, uh, while there are still tons of jobs out there, like that doesn't, that doesn't mitigate the fact that like tens of thousands of high paying jobs were lost this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that we all did a pretty good job of saving during the pandemic, but that trend is flipping on its head and right. um, American saving across the board is way down uh, recently and credit card debt is way up. <laughs> and at a certain point, like the nice to haves are, aren't going to be as justifiable to spend on. Yeah. And so while I, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday was awesome to see and long-term prospects of e-commerce, I couldn't be more bullish on. I think that in the short term, we can see a little pullback next year. Yeah, it's really interesting. I was I was thinking more from like the investor point of view of like mm. people. That's what I thought you had meant initially is like now that tech was overvalued and yeah. like Shopify um, and like just with layoffs, I thought you were going down the road of yeah. more like tech and software was going to not be as overvalued. And then because of that, like it was going to hit the Shopify ecosystem. But I do think, yeah, the consumer market. That's well, also I, very I, interesting. I would totally agree with you, by the way. And I think that it's a flywheel. Yeah. Like those, you know, the lower valuations and, you know, maybe that translates to lower comp compensation across the board or lower, lower average comp. Um, like that has an effect on, how we spend as consumers as well. Yeah. So I think that they're, I agree. And I think that they're related. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I'll put a bookmark in for this time next yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. We should do like, maybe like the quarterly, how are we feeling about, yeah. Yeah. The market and where are we at? But yeah, like while I don't want to come off like negative Nancy over here. Yeah. Negative uh, Noah. Yeah. <laughs> negative. Yeah. It was right there. Come on. Right. <laughs> um maybe that's when I get it. Um, yeah, I think like I said, long term couldn't be more bullish. Short term, my my prediction is a little more there's more pullback to be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like even with all the reductions we've seen in like it wasn't like just get to Black Friday and then everything will be fine. It was right. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nice to have the strong results, but I don't necessarily think that's an indication for the months ahead okay one more thing about black friday though um that i wanted to speak to is i was we just had our town hall meeting um internally for the company and we tracked four million shipments and so i was also because i i haven't heard from like partners i haven't really spoken to merchants since black friday cyber monday happened so i was like kind of like oh i'm curious what they think went uh like how it went um but just from like malomo our standpoint it also went well obviously because if our merchants are doing well and what you were saying of um like having spoken to partners and other people and just getting in touch with the 
people in the ecosystem, um, it makes sense that we would also be doing well. But do you think like most has your um, opinion come from like talking with partners or has it been from like reading stuff or social media? Like, where do you think? Yeah. Uh, so I've listened to like a couple podcasts about mm-hmm. the economy market, yeah. stock, stock investing. Um, and there's this like constant debate of whether or not we're in a recession or not. And yeah. like the way that I see that is like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like right. on an individual level, it doesn't really matter. Like people are losing jobs, but consumer spending still like uh, tech companies like Maloma are continuing to grow, but valuations are still declining. And like, so all of that's just to say, like, those are just a couple of examples of like recessions only are like in the eye of the beholder in a way. Mm-hmm. And like that, or the impact of recession is really in the eye of the beholder. There's a lot of people in America right now that feel like we're in a horrible recession. Yeah. And there's a lot of people right now who feel like haven't even seen or felt the impacts of the macro economy trends yet. But I think that they will. Mm-hmm. Most people will. Yeah. Um, outside of like the uber wealthy. And even even they they will probably see it eventually. So that's why I think like we just haven't seen the result of some of the less good things that have happened this year yeah. come to fruition. Um, everything's remained pretty great so far, um, and I think that we're still going to see the. the more pullback um, as a result of some of the things like major layoffs that we saw this year. Mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Oh, one more thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I talked about earlier on on the call that I mentioned is, um, I think that why like the Black Friday Cyber Monday was huge, and like like I said, I didn't see anything that pointed to, toward you know negative results or you know not as good results as even is brands wanted um, to see. But I also think that this is like very pessimistic, but I think that a lot of people understand that like, you know, with inflation being up and wages or jobs being down, um, they had to buy on Black Friday Cyber Monday mm. because it's their chance to get gifts and, right. and things for themselves at the best possible mm-hmm. price. Interesting. And so I'll be really interested to see like what happens shipment volume wise in December mm-hmm. more than, you know, and, and c- comparing that to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, because typically um, I I read something again, this is my first year in it, but typically like you see a huge bump in Black Friday, Cyber Monday, but you also see continued spending throughout December as we lead up to the holidays. Mm-hmm. And my, my hot take <laughs> is that that will be down this year. Right. A lot of people spent on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, largely because they knew that that's when they could get the best deal. Mm-hmm. And their shopping uh, uh, shopping will will be down in December this, this year compared to previous years. Right. Okay. Interesting. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll have to I can have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> That'd be funny if it's just like completely the opposite of what we say. <laughs> yeah. And like, like, also I'm taking the pessimist at you. So it's like easy to hate me. If I'm <laughs> told you. Yeah. That's exactly why we're sitting on different sides of the table. So I, right. have optimistic <laughs> view. I think it's going to go great. Um, no, I think also it'll be interesting because I feel like I was speaking to my friends about this and I feel like 
um, this Black Friday, like I just didn't get all my shopping done. I just like, it was kind of crazy. And so um, a couple of my friends felt that as well. They were like, I feel like I missed out on like all the good deals. Mm. So curious if that's like more on a large, if that's on a larger scale too. Um, I do think around the holidays as well. It's so unpredictable, like I think everyone would say, but um, I'm so intrigued by like the social obligation of like gift giving around this time of year. Mm. And if like people would be like, okay, I like, like stock up on gifts to get for like later throughout the year. Cause that's something that like one, I have a really good friend that she's great at giving gifts. And it's because she's like always thinking about gifts to get like the most important people in her life. So she has like a notes app, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, notes yeah. in her notes app. Yeah. That's all about just like, like her top 10 people that yeah. they say something right. and she writes she it down. Writes it. Yeah. And then like um, six months later, it's like mm-hmm. what you mentioned yeah. in one conversation. It's like, my God, like, how do you know? Yeah. But it's just that like, piece of like picking up and like being intentional about gift giving so I wonder if there's also a market for people like that where they're like okay I know my like obviously get all these Christmas gifts but I know my like family's birthdays are all throughout like the rest of the year right like I'm gonna get stuff during Black Friday for like six months or wherever whenever their birthday is that's also like recently just Mm -hmm. come to the front of my mind because I was like had to start thinking about better gifts to get right. people because I'm like I'm sick and tired of just having to like be flustered and yeah, be like, I mean, like what right do I get now it's December 13th I'm going on vacation next week so I have like three days to buy literally everything yeah. in my life there you go. <laughs> so we can use some of that uh right. planning yeah. to be intentional planning probably be. yeah and I wonder if like there's been any um like if there's any numbers around that of like people just buying of like on Black Friday, Cyber Monday for the holidays, or if it's like they're also buying for gifts in advance. Right. That's a great point. Yeah. I have not thought about that. But yeah. I did on one of the podcasts that I listened to hear that uh that suggestion of like you should have a notes, like one of your notes mm-hmm. folders should be gift ideas and like when yeah. your friends, loved ones say, Oh, I like this thing. Yeah. I mean, that's a big jump from going from that to three days left to buy everybody gifts. We can say baby steps. I have no notes. (laughs) I like, I'm one of those people that live in my notes, like app, where it's just like, like if I have something, I have to put it in there or else I'll forget it. So like, I have so many different things put in that freaking app. Um, So yeah, definitely, definitely really funny, but that is like adulting at its finest, I feel like. would be to have like a notes app dedicated to gifts that's like that would be impressive um okay do you have any uh topics that you wanted to talk about i know you mentioned one about our favorite topic tiktok do you want to get into it we can yeah okay um so i only saw that texas was oh i just saw on linkedin okay there's like one of the news top news headlines is that two more states have banned tiktok okay so i didn't okay banning tiktok now do you know enough to like walk me through the decision because i just saw the headline and i was like what the heck and then just scrolled past it i know like super high level our government officials are concerned about uh like china capturing this personal data okay about yeah americans american citizens okay that's all i know because i knew that was like a thing like 
I don't know the timeline, maybe a year ago or like when it first came out. And then I just hadn't heard of anything since about like banning TikTok. Cause I, I definitely remember kind of before I was on the app, I was like, I remember hearing about TikTok and just being like, oh, government, like the government might get involved and then just like kind of feel like it fell off the face of the earth and maybe I just like stopped paying attention yeah um but that was like the last time I heard about it and then I just saw maybe two weeks ago I don't know um Texas had decided yeah or was talking about it or something um so this is what this is what the LinkedIn headline says the state's decision which is uh Okay, more states taking action. Alabama and Utah have now joined Texas, Maryland, Nebraska, South Carolina, and South Dakota. Wow, okay. uh, In prohibiting the short-form video app. Um, The state's decision come after director, FBI director, warned that TikTok, owned by Chinese company BitDance, has the ability to control the app's algorithm to, quote, manipulate content, and if they want to, use it for influence operations. Okay. Which is fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. So it is very interesting. Now my, like the more pessimistic, um, maybe we just title this pessimism. (laughs) (laughs) But like, okay, my devil's advocate here playing both sides. How is TikTok different from other social medias? Cause like, Facebook also their algorithm right like if that's um yeah like the influence is a big big portion and I definitely think people have to be aware of the influence and algorithms and just like educating people around like okay just so you know this is why you're agreeing with your content is because it knows what you like yes and so um there's that side where it's like okay is is it truly like TikTok is that much better or so much better at predicting algorithms um, or predicting what someone wants to hear than like Facebook or YouTube or Instagram? Like, is that what is putting the heat on TikTok? Um, And then I don't really know if this is a counterpoint, but like, or also like, well, first let me pause. Twitter also, like that has been, um, more of a politicized platform as well. And so I'm curious if like this maybe starts a chain of events where other social media platforms are included in this, where it's like, okay, we do not want to have algorithms that are really good at predicting people's behavior because of confirmation bias and it just leads to more polarization. Or is it the fact that it's a different government has information? And I think that's probably the latter. It's probably what's more important. Um, and I read, do you know, Pete Buttigieg, he was the, okay. Yeah. So president elect. Um, and so he, I read his book called trust great book. Okay. Um, and it basically walks you through like how we've lost trust throughout our nation's history and where, you know, you can kind of pinpoint those things happening. And one of the elements that he touches upon is like the media, whether it's, like traditional news channels and then now more social media and how algorithms have played into dividing people and how that's been um like how it's been either conspiracy or proven that other governments have played into our elections or our 
um, like national standings on different things in um, in the past couple of years. And I think it's super interesting that even though like Twitter was very much like part of the 2016 elections um, with Russia, that that is not being investigated rather than yeah. TikTok as right so, now. So it's super interesting. It is fascinating. I'm like, it's except, like exciting and weird way because um, I'm reading a book right now called Influence. Okay. Yes. And yeah. it's it's also an awesome book. Like it's probably like the seventh book I've read on uh, like social psychology. And yeah. How to influence people. Mm-hmm. And um, literally in the chapter that I'm reading right now, which is called the chapter is called Consistency and Commitment. Mm. It talks about how the Chinese in previous wars when they've had like American. Um, uh, uh, prisoners of war yeah. active they've used like these extremely sophisticated not extremely sophisticated I shouldn't say that but like very intentional influence tactics to get them to uh, like understand their communist beliefs and not mm-hmm. only that influence them to like spread that word amongst their colleagues which like takes in other accounts of influence like um uh, social proof where yeah. like, people that you know and like think that you think like are now telling you like actually communism isn't that bad right and, like, yeah <laughs> and and they did that very like in a very manipulative uh and like I said like uh, intentional manner to the point where when those prisoners of war were released and they did like post-war interviews with our government a lot of them came back with like positive views about communism mm-hmm. and spreading them. And um, so the, the Chinese have always like yeah. done that yeah. <laughs> going back before technology. Mm-hmm. And so it's really fascinating to see that like that's the thing now that we are super concerned about with, yeah. with TikTok. Um and then I and then I also think that um I think because of the history that our government is like right to at least be wary. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have nowhere near enough information to say whether or not it should be banned or whatnot. But yeah, um, but I do think like the difference between TikTok and Twitter is you can get Elon Musk up in front of uh, you know mm. uh, in front of Congress to answer questions. You can't get the BitDance CEO yeah in front of Congress to answer questions. Mm. Same with Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, like, right, right. They're more like, yeah, they're, they're founded more, here. Right. Yeah. And more accountable to the US government and law enforcement. Mm, that's a good point. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I, I definitely remember um, it was like rumors swirling about like the US would try and just make a like their own TikTok platform. This was whenever um, a while back when I had seen like, oh, is TikTok going to be allowed or is it going to be banned? Um, so yeah, very, very interesting. Very curious to hear. I think, I feel like um, just for like the commerce side, I would be so intrigued because so many are hitting it big on TikTok. Yeah, we're not like betting on it. Right yeah. Now. And like our um, like entertainment industry and like celebrities and influencers are now like aligning more with TikTok yeah. influencers. Right. 
where it's like, now you see all these people on TikTok um, with reality TV shows and on the red carpet and interviewing, you know, celebrities who were traditionally like actors. Yeah. So I'd be very curious to see um, what that would look like. Yeah, I totally agree. I I think that we need to do a little more research and come back with fuller opinions. Because like I said, I have no idea, like, if I... You know, yeah, this is kind of the first should, case. Yeah. If I think that it's good that we're um, blocking it. I know Ashley does not because Ashley has recently like basically gone viral on TikTok. Did I tell you this? I don't think so. I knew you told me that she was trying to. Um, she but... she had this one. I pulled it up. Oh my gosh. It, has, it literally has 4 million views. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. No, Ashley, what it no. It's like, it's just like, very basic. Oh my god, that is so views. yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just for it context, it's like, the... you know, she overshared at work. Yeah, exactly. Four million views. Yeah. So now she's like, no way they can take this away from yeah. me. <laughs> she's and like, I'm to your point, like there's probably a lot of brands who invested a oh, ton of yeah. time and money in building their brand on oh, TikTok. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure to your point, like they are absolutely freaking out. Yeah. And a lot of people go there for like their news source too. Like there's like trusted individuals who are like very knowledgeable about different things. And people are like, now I go to them instead of like these media, multimedia conglomerate, multimillion media, whatever conglomerate. Um news channels because they're like this individual is just doing this because they have the knowledge like not because they're biased by money or backed by political people so it would be very interesting to see how it all works out are you i know that you just recently started but like are you are you so into it that like you would be pretty bummed i mean i would definitely be bummed like but i wouldn't be distraught Mm -hmm. over it because it is I mean, it is a lot of fun. Like I purely go on the platform and it's like comical. Yeah. Um, and you do, it is very educational. Like I'm a big um, believer in that. And I don't love to listen to or like watch the news or just listen to podcasts that are about the news because I find them depressing. Yeah. So Same. I'm just like, okay, TikTok, I can go on. And it's like a little bit more lighthearted, but you still get a good tidbit of information of like right. what's going on. Um, and I'm sure there'd be some that would say that's not trustworthy, <laughs> but you know what? <laughs> I have survived here <laughs> until this point. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it would be, it would be a bummer. It would be a change for sure. Cause I do think I, I know I am like reliant on the platform to give me information and also just like for a break in the day. I'm like, oh, I'll just go right. on TikTok for like oh, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like that's my reward rather than like watching a Netflix show or something, yeah. you know? I do so. that. I do that on Instagram. I'm not on TikTok, but- um, Yeah, same thing. But I also think like if Instagram were taken away, I my mental health would be better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have more time in my day. Yeah, I'd probably be reading a book yeah, instead, uh, but you know yeah. what? <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's the realist in me. I would be- I would be annoyed. Yeah. Or just like no more Instagram. Yeah. And like I would get it, but I'd be like, oh, come on. It would be like a like a kid with like their mom like, you can't do that. And you're like, but why? And they yeah. explain like a really good reason. You're like, but I still want to do it. And yeah. you're like, God. Yeah. So it'd be like that, where it'd be like, oh, fine, I'll accept it, but not happily. Oh. Um, so yeah. This has been fun though. Um, 
we'll have some more things to chat about on our next one. That's Absolutely. for sure. Okay. Good to be in person. Yeah. Yeah. Good to be in person. Mm-hmm.